Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Just Seen Podcast. Today, I'm getting woke, like real woke. I'm going to be like in my whole woke bag, like woke, woke bag, like on some other shit. You feel me? Nah, I'm playing on video about it. <laughs> but I am, though. Um, as you've seen from the title today, I want to talk about astrology a little bit, but specifically Pluto and Scorpio, right? Um. I ain't gonna dive too heavy in astrology as far as like the houses and the placements and the 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 trine sextiles, quinquunxes, and all of those other good things and retrogrades and all that shit. I'm gonna talk about retrograde a little bit, but not too much. But I'm specifically gonna talk about Pluto and Scorpio because um, I've mentioned it in previous podcasts, just you know, in passing by and shit. Uh, but today I'm really gonna um, dive into it because I feel that it's important to discuss just to, you know, give y'all some nuggets if y'all don't know about it, if y'all aren't familiar about it, to understand why the world is the way it is, why people were affected a certain way, why uh, a certain generation was targeted a certain way, and just the overall overarching theme of what it uh, what it represents and the transformations and shit of our society based off of our generation. And by our generation, I mean late 80s, early 90s babies. With the exception of those caught in the middle who happen to be caught in a retrograde, you're not, you kind of not one of us, but we'll claim you because you feel within the decade, I mean, um, yeah, the decade of time. But Pluto and Scorpio, let me see, what sign comes before Scorpio? It's not Leo. It's not, it's Libra. No, no, Libra is yeah, Libra. Libra's right before Scorpio. So we in Scorpio season now. Oh, perfect then, motherfucker. This is the perfect thing to talk about for um um for uh the episode. Mm. Now we in it. Um, yeah, we in Scorpio season. We've been in Scorpio season and Calibra season ended and whatever. But we in Scorpio season now, so it works. You feel me? It works. The if it's the thing. But um, we're currently in a time where a major transformation is happening. Happening. I ain't even gonna say it's happening. It happened, and motherfuckers don't know how to process this shit. Um, like I'm watching, you know, from everything from the COVID shit to you feel me, just the old ways of trying to get back to the normal, go backwards and shit. Like motherfuckers don't realize that the world is now going forward. There is no going back for anything. And the the baton holders, the torch carriers, are us millennials. You feel me? specifically us millennials that are late 80s and early 90s babies i've been talking about this for quite some time making allusions to it like you know we the we the ones we the ones and the fact that i you know put a little bit of the content about this in so frail three i didn't dive into it as heavy as i'm going to dive into it today but i did talk about it just because um i understand how people you know don't understand you feel me? And this ain't like a holier than now type thing, but it's like I learned so much shit about so much shit and I understand and comprehend so much shit that I see the world the way it's supposed to be seen. I'm not even going to be one who say I see the world different because I see this world the same as everybody else, but I see how it's supposed to be played out and what these things really, really um, mean to us. And largely in part, it's tied to us having Scorpio, I mean, Pluto and Scorpio. Um, that energy is transformative energy. Like, you feel me? And not necessarily, not just transformative energy on a basic level, but energy of 
transformative energy of the unknown, the mysterious, um, so many different dynamics that play into it. And I want to discuss it today because it is very important. It is very important. A lot of us in this pocket, we feel like we're losing our minds, feel like we're going crazy. And mm, I just want to say it's supposed to happen this way. <laughs> I'm sorry that we had to be the ones, but I'm not sorry that we had to be the ones because we're designed to push the culture forward. We are supposed to move the culture forward. So uh, with that being said, I'm going to, you know, dive in heavy into it. But before we dive heavy into it, be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Just Seen Podcast. Be sure to check out my website at imjustseen.com to get all things that are just seen. To all those who tip, donate, and sponsor to the podcast, you are greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. To all those who would like to tip, donate, and sponsor to the podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the description of your podcast. Not this episode, but the podcast itself. Cash App and PayPal are just fine. And lastly, um, if you go to the website, I am just and you click the, the link and you go to the podcast website, I have a whole new re, reinvigorated uh, podcast website with everything podcast related on it now. So I even have the videos from, I even put the videos up from the YouTube. So you can go back and watch those classics um, to show how everything got started. And, you know, they're in that, like, all you got to do is scroll somewhere up there it's like episodes and then videos or some shit like that but i linked it and i connected it so you can see everything that you want to see go back and you know listen to it so any if i make any reference that's not podcast related if i like i did the video you can go back and find it um and of course it links you directly to the youtube so you can uh you can um like watch the playlist and how they set up um but yeah so I'm rambling a little bit, but that's that for this and that's this for that. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to dive into astrology, Pluto and Scorpio. And that might not be the title if I've said it, but this is the flow right now. So I might have changed the title, but it's definitely going to be something about Pluto and Scorpio. But for now, we're talking about astrology, Pluto and Scorpio. Oh yeah, and don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the So For Us series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the market for series trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. <laughs> anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So just take a quick peek into my world and see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. You will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. All right. <clears throat> and without further ado, I had to sip my tea. <clears throat> without further ado, we better hop straight into it. So, starting off, <clears throat> astrology is the study of astro. Nah, <laughs> astrology is the study of the stars. We're gonna start there, right? Um, but. It's not just the stars, it's constellations, celestial bodies. It's the study of celestial bodies. 
Um, people have been studying celestial bodies and using their energy since the beginning of time, since it was since the knowledge base was known, okay, this is what we need to be doing. You know, as our people, we're directly related and intertwined with the understanding of the stars in so many different ways, from creating calendars, from the woman's menstrual cycle, from everything. You feel me? Even pantheons of gods. <laughs> those are related to astrology too. And it sucks that, you know, that's one of the reasons why I despise religion because it's like, y'all ain't teaching these motherfuckers right. Because if you knew what the religion really was supposed to be about, like, that's what it was. Like, when we look at the heavens, they tell you to look up to the heavens and shit. Heaven is supposed to be the, um, oh, that's what I call the podcast, New Heaven. So it's probably changed by now. You probably seen the title, New Heaven, Pluto, Pluto and Scorpio. But yeah. So we have new heavens, new earths, and all of that shit, but everything is like so wired to not teaching the right shit that we don't really understand astrology from the perspective of celestial bodies and how they impact us, right? Um, astrology has three basic components of importance. There's so many other significant things, but basically you have your, um, your houses, your signs, and your uh, planets, right? <clears throat> For the most part. So, you know, the planets, planetary bodies, not like we, we learn planets and shit, but I want you to look at it from planetary bodies. You have the sun, moon, uh, Mars, Venus, Mercury, Earth, Neptune, Pluto, Jupiter, Saturn, whatever else is in my very elegant mother just served up nine pieces. Um, yeah, so you have the planets, nine planets, the moon and the sun, basically. Right. They're trying to tell you that Pluto ain't a planet anymore. And I'm going to speak on that, too. They're trying to tell us nowadays, like science, quote unquote, say, oh, Pluto is not a planet anymore. It's too far out. It's the reason why they don't want you to believe that Pluto is a planet, because when you start to dissociate Pluto from the planet, then you dissociate Pluto from astrology. Then you dissociate Pluto from how it affects your ass, because it's like, oh, it's not a planet anymore. You feel me? And in law, they teach you that ignorance of the law is not absence of the law. So. Ignorance of astrology is not absence of astrology. Now, this is also not to say believe in astrology. I don't believe in astrology. I understand astrology, so I know how to use the energies when they come into. That's what you're supposed to be doing, right? So when it comes to astrology, time memorial, we have been taught and we have been conditioned to understand astrology from the perspective of, well, we haven't really been taught to understand astrology. Let me make that clear. Um but we know innately that it is what it is like whether you're looking at it from the perspective of indigenous people or you know of us being indigenous people who are already on this land in the americas before it happened before any other bullshit happened or you believe that we came from africa on ships you feel me and were enslaved here in america um no matter what your perspective is on that understand that we use the stars you feel me? And we knew how to use the stars, but we used it in more so like coded symbolisms and shit. So, you know, when you have the quote unquote Negro spirituals and all of that good goosey shit, right? It it ties into everything that we're talking about. You feel me? Low key, high key, and Mickey, it ties into what we're talking about because like when you have your the, the slaves that were supposed to be running, not the slaves, the enslaved black people who were running from 
you know, running away and running towards freedom. They ran north. They followed. And they were like, yeah, we got to follow the North Star. You feel me? We was always connected to uh, astrology. Follow the drinking gourd was a metaphor for to get in the right direction. You have to follow the Big Dipper. Was it a Big Dipper or a Little Dipper? Whatever it was with the drinking gourd. But the gourd is very, very important, too, because that's tied into um, astrology from the perspective of the Aquarius. But we're talking about Pluto and Scorpio now. And I'm just saying the tone on astrology before I dive heavy into it, right? So when we look at it as people, we've always been innately wired to astrology. Whether you look at it from our historical perspectives of, you know, being enslaved, when you look at our historical perspectives from being the Mayans, the Incans, the Olmecs, the Aztecs, um, the melanated, the eumelanated people that, you know, were in the Caribbeans and the, the like, before colonization, we was everywhere. You feel me? But we always were tapped into the stars. Even to Kemet, mighty Kemet, mighty motherfucking Egypt, nigga. You feel me? Hotep, bitch. But nah. Even on to the uh, to the comedic perspective, that was largely based off of astrology as well. Ra was known as the sun, but it wasn't like Ra wasn't worshipped as the sun god. You feel me? And then we got to look at uh, that's a conversation as far as gods and deities. I don't think I have I have that probably in season seven. But um, when we look at Ra, he represented the sun. You feel me? Um, and then when we look at like the the, the Dendera chart that is comedic as well, that was an astro astrological wheel. In fact, I feel like personally that was a natal chart um, because yeah, it's it's a three hundred sixty degree circle. Uh, broken down, um, you have the different gods that are uh, that are tied to it, but all of these energies represent certain celestial bodies. They were just named a certain way, right? The pyramids of Giza, they were aligned with Orion's belt, so we were well, we're we're well connected with the stars, even down to the Dogon people who were able to see Sirius B with the naked eye. And I'm Sirius B. They did it with the naked eye. Um, before microscopes, before telescopes, before anything, they were able to connect to it. You know, there's other things that they did, like astral projection and everything. But we knew how we were tied to the stars. We knew that innately, you know, and we wired ourselves correctly. And we made sure we charted certain things. We created calendars. Um, there's an area in Kemet that nobody talk about. I don't never see this bitch on National Geographic or or any of the historical things about what they... They always talk about the pyramids, but they never talk about a region called Napta Playa. N-A-P-T-A-P-L-A-Y-A. Napta Playa. Napta Playa is a place in which the people there, they created monuments. They, they erected a monument that charted the 26,000-year um, cosmological um, astrology timestamp. You feel me? It's not 26,000 years. It's like 25,900, something like that. It's a... a wild number but it's broken down to how each astrology piece has an age right so where you have the months on the physical earth you have months in the cosmological area too but they're on an age so it's like twenty one thousand years i mean 2100 years it stays within a certain sign and we're currently in the age of aquarius right and this segues into where i am so let me finish up on optiply then i go into it so optiply was something that we did as melanated beings, as melanated people, we created and erected Napta Playa. Uh, Stonehenge was another quote unquote um, fucking wonder of the world. They don't know how it was done. Niggas know how it was done. They erected that shit according to the stars. 
or whatever. But anywho, Noptiplia charted the the signs. There was another calendar, the Mayan calendar, and they also predicted certain shit like you feel me, the end of the world supposed to be in 2012, and then they said, Oh nah, the numbers was backwards, 2021. Like, nigga, y'all don't fucking know. Y'all don't even know what y'all reading. Like the calendar wasn't about the end of the world, it was the end of the age, and the age specifically was the age of Pisces as we came into the age of Aquarius. The age of Aquarius is about knowledge. It is about thinking. It's about uh knowing. No more belief. The age of Pisces is solely tied to belief. You feel me? I'm going to say that one more again for those in the back. The age of Pisces is solely about belief. We're out of that age. We're not going back to that age for another 25,000 years. We're going to be dead and gone by the time this shit happens. Some of us going to come back. Some of us are the recyclers. We got to come back and shake shit up every 2,100 years because motherfuckers don't listen. Shit. But anywho, this ties into the conversation. A lot of us are those people right very now. It's We look at messiahs and shit. They teach us about messiahs. Okay, one person is going to come back and say, you know, this is a generation. This is a generation that's designed to push the world forward, right? So Pluto and Scorpio is a transformative energy, right? And it just so happens the way this aligns that it aligns perfectly between the segues between the uh, age of Pisces and age of Aquarius. You feel me? You can look all this information up. It's on the internet. You know, you can legitimately find sources, study real astrology and all of this shit. It's like, I'm not pulling this out of my ass. You feel me? Um, But when we look at this transition going from Pisces to Aquarius, the millennials, those between late eighties and early nineties were designed with the segue. We're, we're crafted to be the the pioneers of the segue between the age of belief and the age of knowledge a lot of y'all feel like y'all losing your minds because you can't believe shit you feel me where motherfuckers want you to believe shit like you feel like you got an inner knowing that you just have to know you have an insatiable appetite to learn yes you're supposed to because you're designed to change the world we are here to change the world for the next 2100 years the tone starts with us which is the very reason why we were attacked they didn't attack baby boomers. They didn't attack Gen Z. They attacked the millennials, right? And even let's pay let's pay attention to that. The baby boomers had a specific name. You feel me? Because they were like, "Oh, the baby boomers are part of the generation that came after the war, and you know it blew up." It's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. Astrologically, they have their Pluto in a different sign. You feel me? Because. Pluto stays in a certain sign for, I think, um, I think it's about 10 years. Pluto moves through for 10 years. So, yeah, that's why you have Pluto and Scorpio for the late 80s, early 90s babies. Now, for those of y'all that ain't in it, it's because Pluto was in retrograde. It went in retrograde when you were born. And when it went in retrograde, it went back to Libra. So your Pluto and Libra, you know, we'll still claim you because you're within a decade and shit. But as far as the transformative piece, you're not part of that yet. But... Nobody knows who's a part of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? You have to really dive in and do some real, real deep astrological studies and, you know, esoterical studies to know exactly um, what's being done and what's going on. You feel what I'm saying? A lot of people don't really get it and don't really know the depths of it because they are, they are wired not to. You feel me? We're really wired not to. So... When I'm speaking on it, 
I'm really coming from the perspective of they knew who we were before we did, you know, from the perspective of the stars, right? So peep how this plays out. The generations, we had the baby boomers. I don't know what their Pluto is. I don't give a fuck because I'm not them. The Gen Z is, I'm not worried about them either. But specifically, these three generations that I'm about to mention are important. Not the baby boomers, but you have Gen Z, which is the generation between the baby boomers and the millennials, right? Z is the last letter of the alphabet. In the culture that we live in, since time immemorial, they number things and they letter things according to order, sequence. They name things according to order and sequence. This is unanimously across the board. Like, you feel me? You can see it in everyday life. So when you put a letter to something, it's like, okay, that's the next phase. Or you put a number to something, that's the next phase. But it represents something powerful, right? Gen Z is the last generation of the Piscean age, right? Gen Z is the last generation of the Piscean age. So I'm like, well, what about millennials? What are we? We are the baton passers. We are caught in between the death of the Piscean age and the birth of the Aquarian age. The next generation after us is generation alpha, generation A. They are between the years. Peep it. Peep this shit. They are between the years of, they're in the 2020 decade. So I think it starts, I think their generation started in 2012 or some shit like that. The The generation alpha is like 2012. I definitely know it's going to be in, it's in the 2020s. Like it runs into the 2020s, quote unquote, master reset. It's the reason why they called the shit the master reset and introduced COVID-19 and all these other things because they were like, as best as we can, we have to silence the millennials because the millennials produce the babies. We have to fuck the millennials up because the millennials are going to produce the babies that are going to be the first of the Aquarian age, 2100 years, right? Even from a biblical perspective, this is the reason why Jesus starts the timestamp. People think Jesus is, is what he is, but Jesus is deeper than that. His conceptualization is deeper than that because when we go into it, we know, well, I ain't going to say we know. We postulate, I'm going to use my science words now. We postulate that Jesus did not exist. And here's why I say that. And I can validate and stand on my point. I ain't going to say I validate, I can substantiate my claim. The letter J did not exist until 1550. Automatically, his name didn't exist. That wasn't who they were calling that motherfucker. So if they're going to, you know, we go back to the name, it was Yeshua. Yeshua Ah Mashiach. You feel me? Or Yeshua the Messiah, the anointed one, right? So I talk about that in Soul for a Three. I'm not going to dive heavy into that um, here, but I'm setting the tone, the tone. So when they had the Council of Nicaea, something that you should look up, they decided that they were going to get the greatest writers of the time and say, okay, let's write this into existence that this book really happened. That's why I tell people you got to study your religion from mythology, ritual, and allegory. When you get to the allegory, you see that because now it ties into what the Council of Nicaea was about. So they wrote all of this information in, and Jesus sets the timestamp for 2,000 years. This is why AD and BC are so significant, and Jesus' life and death is so significant because it's like you have BC and you have AD before Christ and before, and after death or whatever, but it's like it's something Latin. It's, um, I can't think of the Latin names right now, but basically what it is, it's like there's a pocket of time before Christ's death and after, after Christ's death, but they use that timestamp to keep things in order according to the Gregorian calendar that changed shit. 
got to think about it. Would we really be in the year 2021 if the world is really 165 million years old? The oldest person known dated back to Africa was a black woman. Um, uh, and her skeletal remains were dated at 1.4 million years. So let's just say that was the first person at 1.4 million years. How are we in the year 2021? But I digress. The reason is because numbers don't lie, but when you know how to manipulate the numbers, you can make them tell the truth. Right? So they knew we need a marker significantly that we can put around the world. This was the thing. Look at the, in the council of Nicaea, uh, I want to say it was Julius Caesar. No, it wasn't Caesar because Caesar got killed. Who was after Caesar? Um, was it Alexander the Great? No. It was a Roman emperor. Emperor. Whoever he was, he put together the Council of Nicaea. When you look up the Council of Nicaea, you'll put his, you can put his name to it. But that Roman emperor decided that we need to put the world on a collective, consistent basis off of Christianity. We're going to use Christianity to put the world in synchronicity. You feel me? We're going to put the world on the same motherfucking time. That's a powerful sentiment and a powerful thing to use. And you used it by using the age of Pisces, which is the age of belief. You feel me? Biblically, the most important iconic pieces of the Bible supposedly start at Jesus's death and birth or whatever the case may be. That was a significant point because that set the tone for the age of Pisces to come in. You feel me? For 2000 years. You dig what I mean? So. From the age of Pisces, we left the age of Aquarius. This is why. When you look at the Bible specifically, you know, the Quran got it too, but you feel me? That's, that's not the, the Bible makes it sit a lot heavier because this was intentionally done to put synchronize the world. So prior to the age of Pisces, you had the age of Aries. Now, if you study astrology, you're like, wait a minute, it should be Aries, Taurus, then Gemini. Why does it go Aries, Pisces, Aquarius? Because cosmological astrology goes counterclockwise. It goes the other way. It's actually Aries, Pisces, Aquarius, and then on back around to Taurus and Aries. The age of Pisces um, followed the age of Aquarius, right? This is identified in the Bible by the New and Old Testaments. This is why when they say, okay, when the new, like you got biblical people and they be pissing me off too, religious people in the church be like, well, we under the New Testament now, so we under the New Covenant. So what happened in the Old Testament is like, it's, they try to say it's null and void, but the Bible clearly says God is the same now, then, and forever. So whatever he did then, it's like everything that he stand, every principle that he made is still the same from past, present, and future, right? Respectfully. So when we leave the age of Aries, we go into the age of Pisces. So literally we go from the age of war, you feel me? to the age of belief into the age of knowledge right so check it out in the new testament god won't bullshit yahweh won't bullshit Jehovah won't bullshit if he ain't fuck with you he would kill you on the spot like you feel me there was a lot of war there was a lot of war he would send angels of death to come down and and, and fuck shit up and they fucked shit up well you feel me because it was a time of war so Jesus's birth was marking. And this is why a lot of the stuff, like I said, is mythological. And you have to get to that point. Angels coming down to descend, Sodom and Gomorrah, all these different things and all of that, like those stories. And people pay attention to the fact that, um, 
oh, well, you know, we in the last days of the last days. These are the times or whatever the case may be, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to get into the what the last days of the last days meant as I get into this Pluto and Scorpio. But I got to set the scene because all of this is important because religion, the Bible, the Quran, all of these different things are tied to astrology. I don't like it's in there. It's literally written in there. You have to be able to see it. Right. The title of the Bible is called the Holy Bible. When you go back to the Greek, like people I've been taught when I was young, you know, from a young kid, like study the Greek and Hebrew concordances so you can really get an understanding of it. They fucked up when they told me that. They fucked up when they told me that because I really learned it. So people were going back and reading the book as, okay, this is now what I got to study and not looking at the fucking title. The title is the Holy Bible, right? When you translate that back to Greek, you get Helios Biblios, which is the sun book or book of the sun. When they got it from the Hebrews, why were the Hebrews calling this the book of the sun? You feel me? No different than from the Quran, why the Quran is represented by the crescent moon and star. You see where I'm going with this and you see where I came from with it? You feel me? But it gets deep. I'm going to give you a little glimpse out of what's in Sophia 3, right? So when you have Jesus and his 12 disciples, you have the 12 astrological signs. Each one of his disciples represent an astrological sign and Jesus represents the sun. You feel me? On the other side of that, the Quran, how does that apply? You have Muhammad and his 10 companions, which is the moon and the nine planets, the nine celestial bodies. <laughs> I'm telling you, yo, I'm dope with this shit. You know, no, the 10 celestial bodies. So you have the moon, the sun, and then the other nine planets. You feel what I'm saying? Like, this is there. So the delineation between the Quran and the Bible is Ishmael and Isaac. Isaac would ultimately become the Bible. Ishmael would ultimately become the Quran and Islam and all of this shit. There's divergence, but these are cousins because Isaac and Ishmael are brothers. You feel me? It's like all there. So now when we go into, um, when we go into the transitions, we go from the age of war, which was the Old Testament, into the New Testament. So when they say, oh, the New Testament is what saved, this is why they, you see missionaries come around when they come to schools and shit and they give out the little Bibles and shit. It's the little green ones or the little black one, the little small one, but it's only the New Testament in that motherfucker. They've been propagating and been trying to get the New Testament is the only thing to pay attention to for the longest. But the fucked up part about when they established the belief system, they established did under the concordance that you have to know the Old Testament too. So they're like, yo, the old covenant is gone. God promised when he came back with Jesus and shit, they said, we need a way to transform this, to make this work, to show the segue into the Piscean age and keep track of it. Right? So we know when it's over. So we can start preparing for the um, Aquarian age. Right? So Jesus starts that. This is why Jesus's biggest theme is love and belief. You just got to believe. You got to have faith. All of these things are very important pieces. I'm not taking away. You need that in your life. But there's four levels to the mind, as I talked about, belief, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. That's why they want you stuck on a belief level and they use religion to keep you there. You feel what I'm saying? So when we look at belief and we look at how it ties to the Pisces age, the Pisces energy is about believing in love, strong emotions. That was Jesus' number one thing. The other thing that was number one that stood above all, that kept coming back, was water and fish that wasn't an accident jesus was a fisher of men most of the motherfuckers in this clique were fishermen his most iconic thing was tied to either fish 
or water in some way, shape or form. He turned water to wine. He walked on water. He multiplied fish. There were so many different things listed right there that says this is Pisces, the icing on the cake, because this is why I mentioned at the beginning that astrology has the delineations between. Um, oh, shit, I just drew a blank. Um, fuck. Oh, but astrology has your, your houses, your placement, your houses, your signs and your planets. Right. Houses, signs and planets. These are important. They didn't put any of the planets. Or any of the allegory of the planets or representation of the planets in the book. But you got to peel back the layers to actually dive in and see it. Right. This goes to studying Hebrew and Greek and then studying the Hebrew language and the people. I'm telling you, man, I, I've done this shit. So. When Peter is asking Jesus. Right. This is the around the time of the last supper. They tell you when this shit is ending. They told you when it was over. They said this is going to be the last supper and shit. Right. So as Peter is talking to Jesus and he's like, so how are we going to know when we're in the right place? And Jesus tells him, you feel me? Jesus tells Peter, he says, you're going to follow the man with the gourd. And he's going to lead you into the next house or he's going to lead you into the house to make preparations or something like that. But that's the theme of what it was. Um, I don't remember the verse, but it's um, he Peter asked Jesus, like, where are we going to go? He says, you're going to follow the man that's holding the gourd into the next house. You'll know when you see him. The sign of Aquarius is literally a man holding a pitcher or a gourd pouring out water. A gourd is nothing but water. That's why I mentioned the slave shit of us tied to um, being the enslaved people tied to astrology because they said, follow the drinking gourd. They knew what the fuck was up. They knew what a gourd was. It was a picture for holding water. It's already been established, already been written. It was written. But it wasn't comprehended right. So that was what Peter, you know, he told him. So basically he said, oh, we leave in Pisces age and you're going to Aquarius age. I ain't going to be there. This is why when Jesus dies, he goes back to heaven. Like they're like, yo, Jesus is coming back. Technically, he came back in his, like when he resurrected you feel me? And then he uh, he was taken up and he went back into the stars or whatever the case may be. Why do you think he just ascended to heaven? Like what? When you read the story, it's like, where did he go? It's like, yo, he just started floating and went back into the sky. He went to the stars. That was allegorical for what was happening. Your ascension sends you back to the stars when you get to the points of understanding celestial bodies. But again, I'm setting my scene because it's all here. And we're going to get into the Pluto and Scorpio after this next piece. Right. Now we fast forward in the book. Jesus died and everything. People are preaching the gospel and saying, yo, we got to believe, 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 believe. The rest of the New Testament is Paul, who was originally Saul. He changed his name to Paul after he has revelation. Cause that nigga was a gangster. That motherfucker was just killing people because they didn't believe. You're going to get down to you and lay down, man. You better believe in fucking Jesus. Bitch, I'll kill you for that. Then Jesus had to come this nigga say, hey, homie, chill, bro. Like, you ain't got to kill motherfuckers for me, dog. Like, chill the fuck out. That's not what that's not what this is about, bro. So he said, okay, Saul was the killer. I ain't Saul no more. So I'm Paul now, motherfucker. But I'm going to go spread your good word. I'm going to go spread your good word to the people. So Paul goes around. He's like, you got to believe. You got to love. You got to believe. You got to love. Love thy neighbor. Everything was about belief and love. Everything was Piscean centered. You feel me? 
So now we fast forward, you know, got Corinthians, all of like Paul was doing his thing. He was on his missionary shit. Missionaries, though, are more fruitful when they don't know shit. I had an experience where I was in Philly. I whooped these motherfuckers asses. This shit was so fucking funny because it was like, I'm minding my business, just walking. And this girl and this guy. Now I know that they were they were human traffickers. No bullshit. Let me I'm gonna do a tangent, get back in. They were really human traffickers, and I didn't know that shit because I had seen this post like yo, it's people in Jersey talking about do you know um the Jersey Philly area, like do you know God the mother? And it was like if you they were like, Yeah, if you don't know, like we'll come to our church and we'll teach you. And the kidnapping motherfuckers, right? I was saved simply because I knew the shit. You feel me? Because I mean, I probably wouldn't have went to the church anyway, but that was the setup, right? So they pull up on me and shit. I'm walking. They said, hi, we would like to talk to you about God the mother. Are you familiar with God the mother? I said, that's an interesting concept. Tell me more. So we started building on it and shit. We started talking. I was whooping their ass. So first started off because it was a, a black dude and an Hispanic woman. And so the black dude started talking to me first. So it was like, okay, let's try to get the relatable piece. I'm, I'm frying this nigga. I'm frying it. I'm like, so what about this? What about this? He was like, he said, do you know about God the mother? I said, God's a man. And he was like, yeah, but what about God the mother? I said, oh, so his counterpart, which is his feminine essence. I said, okay, I can see where you're coming from with that. But tell me more about God the mother. Where was she at? Why is she not listed in the book? You know, so I'm whooping their ass. I'm, when I say whooping ass, I'm whooping ass to the point where he's like, those are good questions. And he looks at her like, yo, answer this nigga, bro, because I don't fucking know. And she's like, you know, so then she tells me, well, you know, the devil he got kicked out of heaven because he tried to kill God. And he took a third of the angels and we're the fallen angels here. So I said, so we're demons. They're like, nah, we're not demons. I was like, they're like, what are you talking about? I was like, if we the fallen angels, nigga, and the devil is the devil and his clique are the devil and demons, bitch, we demons. I'm not no fucking demon. I'm not fucking with that. No, see, that's why we get saved. Saved by what? So then I asked him the question. I was like, well, why can't God, why doesn't God just kill the devil? Like he'd rather have, he'd rather let motherfuckers kill his son for the savior. Like, so I'm going into that. You feel me? And they're like, you know what? You ask good questions and you should ask. You should talk with our pastor because he he can really answer questions. The messengers he sent can't fuck with me. The peons he sent to me, they can't fuck with me. So why would I go to him? You feel what I'm saying? I'm like, if this was 300, I just kicked y'all in the motherfucking hole and said, this is Sparta, bitch. You feel me? But I digress. But that's how the missionary thing plays out. The missionaries are the people who only know enough to repeat the information and regurgitate it. Because if they truly knew, they wouldn't need it. You feel me? They wouldn't need it. This is why people are like, yo, why don't you go to church? I don't need to. I don't have to believe in God. I understand God. And what you think is God ain't God. I'm telling you. So the missionaries, they got to go around. And, you know, so the belief is that raw. Because it's word of mouth. It's people consistently telling some shit that they've never seen. That is the highest level of belief. You are matter-of-factly speaking on something you've never seen or experienced. But when you have your supernatural experiences, you don't know how to view them naturally. So your only ex excuse is to put it on God or a devil. Something out of your reach that's not you. Not the fact that, yo, you know, you really create this world for yourself. You feel me? Certain aspects and certain dynamics were created and laid out by you. You feel me? So it's like in the culture that I came from as far as Christianity and everything, it started off on 
Like mental health, my generation, we're taking mental health seriously because in, in when we were young, when we were kids and growing up, like, motherfucker, yo, the devil is busy. Yo, I'm just going to pray for you. You can't pray mental health away. You can't. Mental health is like physical health. You have to work out. You have to work it out. You have to consistently do it. You can't just pray it away. So we have generations and cultures and generations that have just dismissed this shit and charged it to the devil. They believe that, yo, the negative shit in my life is just the devil. The positive shit in my life is God, and I can't change either one. Yes, you can. Not only can you change it, you create the very circumstances that you're bitching about. But the reason why is because when you absolve yourself of accountability and responsibility by giving it to a deity, as the deity created you to do your thing, you start to fuck up. But the missionaries, they come into the space and they create the illusion. They create the belief and they say, I'm going to give you something that you've never seen before. That is the greatest hustler in the world. I'm going to give you something. I'm going to make you buy into something that you've never seen before for the rest of your life. And then I'm going to make your kids buy it. I'm going to make your kids' kids buy it. And I'm going to keep making you buy this shit to where you don't even know you're buying it anymore. It's just innately wired to and you don't even know the depths of what you're supposed to be understanding. You feel me? So this is now setting up, setting up for, I'm going to get into the Pluto and Scorpio. Trust me. Walk with me if you're still here. The book of Revelations. The book of Revelations, right? There's a, there's a specific point in the book of Revelations where John had a vision. First off, the nigga name was John. The letter J didn't exist. <laughs> it won't no nigga in the Bible named John. Most of the names, most of the popular, a lot of the popular names in the Bible started with J. Not only that, they're called they're European names. How the fuck were they in the Middle East with European names? Nobody's catching that shit. Oh, they names do not translate. The name of a motherfucker does not translate. Genghis Khan is Genghis fucking Khan in English, Spanish, Latin, Greek. That nigga's Genghis Khan. Martin Luther King is Martin Luther King in English, Spanish, Greek, and all of the other shit. He's Martin because that person is who he is. But you suddenly want me to believe that. The most important shit on the world translates the names. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. But get it. The story has to be told a certain way. This is why between the Quran and the Bible, the names are so similar. Like you have Abraham and Ibrahim. It's very close. You have Joseph and Yosef because the letter J was represented by the Y, which goes into the Jehovah, which I'm about to start talking about in a second. Right. So John had a vision. That's like that's what got me. The shit started off, John had a vision. Right there, you should have known it was a dream. It wasn't a premonition. Like, it was a dream. He was, he, he's telling you, I had a dream, bro. And I saw the whole shit break down. Feel me? I saw the seven seals break, the trumpets and all that shit, Leviathan. All of that is a spiritual awakening. I promise you, it is called a spiritual awakening. And he saw the dream version of it based off of the things his mind was able to process. Right? The seven seals that had a break where the shock was opening up. The Leviathan that had to be tamed, that's your Kundalini energy that travels at the base of your spine, the earth, up into the crown of your head, the heavens, right? But specifically in the book of Revelation, after the final battle, your spiritual awakening, Christ descends, Christ consciousness has to descend upon you. Your anointing has to descend upon you. You, you are not anointed by default. People miss that point. People think I was born anointed or I was like, no, anointing is something you strive to. Fast forward back to the Bible with Jesus and being Yeshua HaMashiach. 
Yeshua the anointed one? People think he was born anointed. He wasn't. He ascended himself to the anointing. Well, saying, how the fuck you know that shit? It don't say that in the Bible. I know, but you know what else it doesn't say in the Bible? Where Jesus was for 18 years of his life. That was his moment where he was in the trenches developing his anointing. They look at his advancement because they're like, you know, the wise men, the three, numerology, the three wise men came to him. They followed the star to go find him. They found him in Bethlehem or whatever the case may be. But at first, he was just Jesus of Nazareth. He was never, he was never Yeshua HaMashiach. He was Jesus of Nazareth because Nazareth, that's where he was born. Nazareth was the hood. Go back and look at the, the context of what they was talking about. They described Nazareth as the hood. He was a project baby. Jesus was a project baby when you really think about it. You feel me? But, you know, when we look at his timestamp, they're like, yo, Jesus, he was ahead of his time. He was this. Jesus wasn't ahead of his time. He was on par with the time he was supposed to elevate. That's what his story and his allegory represents. He's on par with the time he's supposed to elevate. Just like us with Pluto and Scorpio. We have a collective of motherfuckers who are like, yo, you're at, we're ahead of our time. We're not. We're not. We're on time for the next life. We're ahead of the Piscean age. We're on time for the Aquarian to generate it and go forward. Again, I'm going to break some more shit down in a second. I told you it's going to be a woke one, right? So Jesus was ahead of his time. They say, okay, he was preaching in the temples at 12 years old. That's the last recordation that Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John have of him. Mind you, four motherfuckers, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they never ran into each other. But yet they can tell the same story, similar stories. Like Matthew has stories that John doesn't have. Luke has stories that Mark doesn't have. You know what I'm saying? It switches up, but they have a certain amount of stories that coincide. But these two, these four individuals never met each other. They never coincide. Like, how do y'all tell the same story of a motherfucker at the same time? In the same detail, but y'all don't know who each other are. You feel me? That's a powerful sentiment. Powerful sentiment. But anywho, the reason why I'm saying that is because Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they're all chronicling his, his life. So they're consistent up until 12 years old that, you know, he was, he was preaching in the temples or whatever the case may be. Jesus don't come back until he's 30 when John baptizes him. Jesus does not come back until he's 30. I get it. We get so enthralled within. That's why it's written that way. It's written in old English. It's written as a fucking epic, like a fucking Greek epic or a, wrote, uh, a Shakespeare play. It's written that way for a reason. The dots and the dows, they can't modernize that shit because you'll see what it really is. So we're reading it and our minds are processing a language that we really don't understand. I know it's English and you're reading English, but you're reading a different derivation of English. So it doesn't process the same way. It's not going to process the same way. Right. But as you're reading it, it's like you get so enthralled in the stories. Oh, he turned he turned water to wine. He walked on water. He spit on dirt and rubbed it in the motherfucker's eyes and gave him vision. So easily to dismiss the fact that where was this nigga at for 18 years? From 12 to 30, nobody knew where he was at. Nobody. Nobody. But where he was at for the 18 years was developing his anointing. This is why up until he was 12, he was Jesus of Nazareth. It wasn't until his physical death that people acknowledged him as Jesus Christ or the anointed one. Because Christ derives from Christos. Christos is the, talking about the consciousness, right? So Jesus set the tone 
He was on par with the time he was supposed to use. That's why they use the Piscean Age, AD, BC, and all of that shit. 2000 years, we're in the year 2021 and shit to keep the times consistent. We still know that we need about 2,100 years for this cycle. Astrologically, cosmological, astro, astro, from the cosmological astrology point, we know that we got to keep this time pocket. What better way than to use Jesus to tell a story of a person who's centered around belief and love and he's reaching his anointing. He wasn't just anointed because he was born that way. He elevated himself in the 18 years nobody knew about. 18 is a very powerful number astrologically, well, numerologically. One in eight breaks down to a number nine, the number of divinity, your God number. Drake is even uh, uh, known for alluding to it in one of his songs. I turn a six upside down. It's a nine now. Calls itself six God, but I turn the six upside down. It's a nine now. You feel me? It's little shit like that. It's like, yo, how do y'all not see this? And Drake is what? Jewish. Drake knows the real shit in it. You feel me? And he's using the energies accordingly, right? But whatever. <clears throat> so now, as we're piecing up the puzzles in the book of Revelations, it talks about the final battle and all this shit, right? One of the biggest pieces that I talk about is the apocalypse. When people think about apocalypse, media and society has pushed apocalypse to be a great destruction. Go back to the Greek and look at the word apocalypse and it means the great uncovering or simply uncovering, the unveiling. So the apocalypse that was supposed to happen after the battle with the, the, the wars and the trumpets blowing and everything like that, it's an uncovering of what, right? So now when it says at the end of it, when it's all said and done, there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. Allegorically, that is a new mind and a new body because your mind is now elevated to the point of Christ consciousness. That's what the revelation is. That's what the spiritual awakening is. The powerful piece of that is that everybody can do it. But if I tell you the story that only one motherfucker did it or only one motherfucker can do it and you have to be a certain way to do it, it's not going to work for you. So like a lot of people think if I'm passive and shit like that, that's how I know. Jesus was a gangster. People don't want to admit that shit. For one, they don't know what he did for 18 years of his life. So he was running shit. You feel me? Read some of the shit that's out of the book. You feel me? Like when Jesus, when the tree wasn't living again, Jesus said, die, bitch. And just like, nigga, like you could have gave it life, but you gave it death. You feel me? I know this seems like contradictory going back and forth. It's like you're telling the stories like this because I'm telling you the allegory, the mythology of the shit. You dig what I'm saying? And I'm getting into how it ties into Pluto and Scorpio. I know it's like, damn, what? This is all... It's not filler. This is backstory that needs to be had. So when we have the book of Revelations and we get to that final point of the new heaven and new earth, you feel me? This is where we are right now. In real time, you're looking at the new heaven and new earth. And they said everybody ain't going to make it. Piscean age people are not going to make it in the Grand age. And you're saying that shit right now. Look at COVID. Look at COVID. COVID-19 showed me who in real time, was ready for the Aquarian age and who's not? Who's going to survive in the Aquarian age and who's not? Imagine. And if you got the shot, that's on you. I'm not, I just got to say what I got to say. You feel me? Motherfuckers said trust science that had never been done before. If you can see my face, I'm doing that little dramatic blank thing. Like trust science that had never been done before. 
How did that compute? At this moment of recording this, we are on now the the Omicron, Omicron, the Omicron variant of the coronavirus. Right? (laughs) I was talking about this last year. I said, yo, we're in the Delta variant now. That means they skipped Alpha, Beta, and Gamma. No, no, no. Gamma is after Delta. Alpha, Beta, Delta, Gamma. All right, yeah. Now, (laughs) we're on Omicron. They didn't even tell you about Mu. They didn't tell you about Nu. They didn't tell you about none of the letters after Delta. Tying it back to what I was talking about, about Gen Z. They they name things according to certain pieces. You feel what I'm saying? As the progression goes. Gen Z, Gen Alpha, Gen, Generation Z, Generation Alpha, and then you have the millennials in between that. Now, if we look at the Delta variant of the coronavirus, it's gone. They keep, they, like, they're not even talking about the Delta variant anymore. They just say, oh, we got a new variant that's possibly coming up called the Omicron variant. Variant. Motherfuckers don't know the Greek alphabet. So they don't know how many variants have, this shit has transformed several times. So where's Omicron now? I don't know how to pronounce that word. I think it's Omicron. But it's, I know it represents the letter O. O is the 15th letter of the English alphabet. D is the third. Uh, D is the fourth. This is the implication that 11 variants have been. <laughs> so when we're in the age of belief, right? As I'm saying, I see who's, if you got vaccinated because you succumbed to the shit, you still Piscean. The motherfuckers who's like, I'm not getting vaccinated. This shit's bullshit. And you're not punking me into it. That's Aquarian. This was the population control Bill Gates was talking about. They needed this population control. They said the only people that we can send into the future are people that are tied to the Aquarian age. All right, all right, look, look, look. The markets are not a difficult place to understand, all right? You just have to know what you're looking at. And there's five things that you need to see before you can make any market entry. First, you need a pocket so you can know which direction the market is going. Second, you need a pullback so you can get the better price. Third, you need a battlefield so you can see when that market movement is slowing down. Fourth, you need the upper hand so you can see when the market reactivates. And last, you need a final push so you can see the exact moment when it's time to go with the direction you are already moving in, okay? Of course, of course, there's so much more that has to go into that and it's not as cut and dry as that. But those are things that I teach in my Mastering the Market course. So if you would like to learn more, please visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today. Although it is directed and specialized for Forex, all of the skills I crafted them to be transferable to any market that you're looking at. So again, visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today if you are truly looking to master the market. But it's survival of the fittest. Do all of the shit we throw at them, who's going to be the ones to segue into the shit? Now, now we get into Pisces and Scorpio. I mean, Pluto and Scorpio. Because astrologically, Everybody born between the between the late 80s and early 90s, from 1985 until 1995, November of each. November of 1995 to November, uh, no, November of 1985 to November 1995. Some say November 1983. It varies, but definitely November 1985 to November 1983 with a retrograde that went back sometime during that. I think it would happen like during 86, 87 or some shit like that. It went back. 
into Libra, then came back. That's who they've been targeting all of this time. Vaccines, shots, all of the shots, everything that we've been, they've been doing, they've been doing it to us for this very reason, because we're the generation who is going to propel the world into the next level. This is why they called us millennials. We're responsible for the next millennia. In the immortal words of Bruce Lee, if I tell you that I'm good, you think I'm bragging. But if I say I'm no good, you know I'm lying. If I tell you I don't know this shit, you know I'm lying. <laughs> you feel me. But we're tying it back. So looking at how the Pluto and Scorpio plays itself out, we all have this. Some of us, we think we got a future vision. It's like we don't fit into this world and we don't figure out why. We can't figure out why. We like, how in the fuck? Like, why am I going through this shit? Like, why am I losing friends? Why do my, I can't see? Why my friends do this? Like, because it's not designed for that full transformative peace shit for everybody. Some motherfuckers got to stay Piscean. And that was the hardest part. A lot of the millennials now, the baby boomers that raised us, that looked up to us, now that we're older, we like, you feel me? I seen this meme floating around so many times. It's like, now that I'm an adult, as a kid used to think adults had their shit together. But now that I'm an adult, I realized these motherfuckers ain't had shit right. That was the baby boomer idea. Create the baby boomers to feel a sense of importance about themselves. To create the children to set the spark that they can. They believe so much above themselves that when they actually get into some shit, it fucks up their mental health. Our mental health are trash because we are in a space that rewards mediocrity. So much so that. Once we actually, quote unquote, get into the real world and we start failing, we don't know how to win. The baby boomers were the parents that taught us how to win and lose, and they didn't teach us how. You feel me? They didn't really teach us how on the collective. It's like, and then when we look at the teaching, when we look at different things, how you used to get honorable mentions, you used to get like shit like that for a reason. So when you hit the real world, it fucks your mental health up. You don't know how to strive and how to overcome obstacles anymore. You dig what I mean? So, they already knew this. So now people are like, yo, well, how do you know that it was for a whole generation that they were aware of this for? Look at your birth certificate. How do you find your natal chart information? You say, okay, I'll get my, you call your mama or your daddy, whatever. I'm like, what's, what time was I born? Let me get my birth certificate so I can see what's up. Why do you think? Matter of fact, before I ask this question, I think you already know what I'm about to ask. When you're looking up your natal chart, what information must you put in? The location of your birth, right? So they can map the latitude and longitudinal lines and get you the exact pinpoint location of where you were to how to see how, you know what I'm saying? Like to see how the the where where on the land you were when the energies were um connected to the earth, whatever. Because remember, although we live on earth, it is a part of the celestial bodies. We're not absolved from the energy of the earth. We live on the energy of the earth. You dig what I mean? So when you're putting in your natal chart information, you got to put the location you were born. 
You got to put the time. You feel me? You got to add daylight saving time a certain. Like, it's a lot of strategic shit. You feel me? When you're born, they mark your time. They put your location. All of that is on your birth certificate. You think that's an accident? It's not. They knew every, they know about every generation to come and they plan accordingly. I know it's, this is scary shit. It ain't scary when you know it because now you can play it back. This is what the matrix was all about. People be looking at the matrix like, oh, it's about working place, about job and all. It's deeper than that. It's about seeing the shit you can't see. And then being able to go back into this motherfucker and say, hey, look, bro, let me help you see what the fuck we're in. You dig what I'm saying? One of the most iconic pieces of the matrix was Neo kept going back in. You feel me? Neo, when he unplugged from the, when you unplug from the matrix, you don't have to go back in. But to be the one, you have to go back in and help people unplug. Or be one who breaks the system. But to break the system, you have to know the system. When I used to work as a um, manager and valet and shit, before I became a manager, I was just a regular valet. You feel me? Because I was in the master's program, you know, trying to get some, you know, but I need some extra bread. So I started working valet and shit. And the site that I was at was relatively, it worked on the weekends, but like during the week when you're working, you might not get no tips. So the manager at the time, you feel me? He taught me how to fix the gate if there was a jam. You feel me? Because like the gate is where, you know, you got to swipe your car, your hotel card because, you know, your parking's included and everything. Or you insert your credit card. You feel me? You run it back and then, you know, get your ticket and you get out of the gate. But sometimes it jams. Sometimes it locks up. He taught me how to fix the gate. When you know how to fix something, you know how to break it. Because you know how it works. So I'm saying that to say this. There was times when our tips were low. So I'll tell my team, hey, yo, we got a flash, bro. Made up a little turn. I like flash. Like, I said, don't get crazy, though. I said, look, I'm going to flip. I knew how to shut down the actual card reader. So it spit it back out and wouldn't take the car. So they had to pay cash. We had personal badges that we could just scan out because we were the ones parking cars. You feel me? When it's real busy, you have a high volume of busyness. You feel me? The amount of times we got to swipe our cards. You can't keep track of that. You can keep that. We kept track of it. But it wasn't anything where it's just like, okay, you went out 122 times. Okay, bitch, how many cars do we have in this motherfucker? You feel me? It was a little shit like that. So our flash, we'll scan our badge, take the cash, split it between us and send them on their way. Everybody wins because the intention was pure. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's wrong. No, it's, it wasn't stealing per se. But the intention was there for good because I was like, I didn't, it wasn't like I did it and I kept the money for myself and didn't tell nobody. I put it in a whole tip pot and we all split it. They're like, yo, bruh, how are you ended up getting all these tips, bro? We needed some tips to go home with, bro. I'm not, fuck that. I got to get paid every day. I'm sorry. But I'm saying that to say, when you know how something works, you know how to break it. Same with the matrix. When you know what they're doing to you, you know how to stop it from happening. Until you like, people be like, why is this happening? Because they know the stars and you don't. If birth, like mapping your time of birth, mapping your place of birth, all of that is very, very significant. They're running the templates all the time. This is how they know how to make the school system work. This is how they create all of the systems that work a certain way. And they say, we're going to use this particular energy on this particular thing. So coming into the age of Aquarius, they're aware of that. We know we're going into the age of Aquarius now. 
Now let's create technological advances. Let's and let's evolve technology so fast and so rapidly that it puts them in a perspective where they're always having to learn, always having to stay on top of something, and they don't have time to sit and process anything. As late 80s and early 90s babies, we went from, we've seen it all. We've seen the full transition of the technological age, and we love it. But one thing that we have not seen, well, we're starting to see it now in the, in, in the, in the end games, but as technologically advanced as it was, they never gave up gas on cars. They put all these computers and cars to still run on gas. Now you got the Tesla. Now you're starting to get the hybrids and everything like that and shit. But think about that. For 100 years, they said, we can't make the technology to make a car run without gas. Bullshit. Because we literally watched them condense computers into cell phones in 10 years. We watched them consolidate everything we use, alarm clocks, computers, every phones have everything but a fucking printer. Everything that we used to use on a regular basis and like we can use them in a phone. We watched that happen in 10 years. And why I say that in 10 years is because, yeah, we've seen it over the 30s, you know, with the big cell phones and all the shit. But we watched the merger happen as far as phones accelerate. The iPad came out, the iPhone, the iPod came out in what, 2007, 2006, 2007-ish? You feel me? 10 years is 2017. Look how, like, so by, we'll say it's 14 years now, but I'm speaking on a decade of how it happened. Like, look at how evolved it was. You feel me? They knew what they needed to do for us. Vaccinations increased significantly. Significantly. Vaccinations increased significantly, like, you know, polio, all like people are like, oh, the vaccinations work. Eh. If they did, the diseases wouldn't still be here. It's technically nobody had it. Shit would have died off. But you still have to get boosters and you still have to go back and get these things because what they're putting in these things are shutting our bodies down. So when we create the children, they're like, there's a direct correlation between the increase in vaccines and increase in autism. Literally, at this point, autism is one in two. You have a one in two chance of having an autistic child. A one in two chance of having an autistic child means that it's a 50-50 chance your baby's going to be autistic in these ages now. Now, granted, sometimes it doesn't flow like that. You feel me? You may not have an autistic child. They may not be at the extreme spectrum. Motherfucker's autistic. Low key. High key and Mickey. When they're telling you these numbers, but they're not telling you the extremes of autism. So they only show you the extremes of autism. They don't know that you have mild aspects of autism. So what does autism show up in the mild aspects? ADHD, ADD. Everything they taught us was a childhood idea. I um a childhood disease that was effective of us in school. Oh, they have a hard time focusing. They have the, you're autistic. You're just mild with it. But they put a clinical name to it so they can give you medicines and sedate you. This shit get deep because they knew these are the Pluto and Scorpio motherfuckers. They're supposed to transform the world. They're millennials. So not only are we going to fuck them up while they're growing up, we're going to make sure that when they have babies, which will be the generation alpha babies, because we know that when the millennials get between 18 and 25 years old, that's the prime of having children. You feel me? 18 to 25 years old, 
as a millennial, late 80s, early 90s babies, think about what time, look, think about how old you were. You late 80s, early 90s, how old were you when you were 18 to 20? Well, what year was it when you were 18 to 25? You feel me? And look at where we are now. And then look at the children and where they're coming into. We're supposed to be having these babies, the babies that are the first. You feel me? Now, taking it back biblically, they have a verse that says, the last shall be first and first shall be last. That means that there is a changing of the guards. That's what that meant the whole time. Last shall be first and first shall be last. The last born under the Piscean age will be the first born under the Aquarian age. Right? But how does that tie the other way? Because last shall be first. The last born of the Piscean age will be the first of the Aquarian age. And the first shall be last. Those first one, the baby boomers, they struggle in this fucking age. They're dead last in this motherfucker. They can't keep up. The baby boomers, the motherfuckers who are like from 50 and older, they can't keep up with these evolving times. We've been teaching them technological shit that we never had to learn. You feel me? Some of us had computer class. Fourth grade, they're like, computer class is likely to be obsolete soon. Kids know how to work this shit like a motherfucker. When I was 12 years old, I used to fix our computers when it messed up. Like the home computer, when it was like it got a virus or some shit, I knew how to fix it. I would go back in, break everything down, and know how to fix the shit. So raw, they'd be like, yo, the computer's slow again. Ray can fix it. You feel me? I've been that. <laughs> and we are all that. You feel me? All of us that are millennials are that. All of us that have Pluto and Scorpio are that. We transform. We're designed to transform. But they knew this energy naturally affects, affects these people. And this is what manifests itself. Everybody talks about the signs. I know people right now who hate Aries. I don't give a fuck if you hate Aries. You a bitch if you hate Aries. Low key. Respectfully. Non-binary. <laughs> but nah. Aries energy is designed for trans. It's designed to pioneer shit. One of the reasons why a lot of people dislike Aries because you're supposed to you're going to change in the presence of Aries. You stop being stagnant. You get like people don't want to grow. But I ain't gonna. I'm not talking about that shit too much. But people, what I mean by that is that people focus on one sign, your sun sign. There's so many different layers to you, so many different layers. And the specific layer that I'm referring to for this episode is your Pluto and Scorpio. Stop what you're doing. If you if you don't believe what I'm saying, if you don't fuck with what I'm saying, just go research it. Y'all know y'all been rocking with me for a hundred and almost 70 episodes now. Y'all know if I say it, you can go find the answer. You feel me? Don't believe shit that I'm saying. Go go fact check me and then come back and tell me I'm wrong. You feel me? But when we're looking at that is the biggest influence on our co on our generation. Our generation is Pluto and Scorpio. We change shit, but now look at how they use the energy for us. Just look at how they chose to use the energy and forced us to bring the changes in. You feel what I'm saying? When you know what affects somebody, when you know what works and somebody else doesn't, you can tell them how to do it. No, no, no. 
You can tell them what to do by leaving out how to do it and they'll follow it. If your process works. You feel me? I teach day trading and investing. You feel me? Every trade, every investment, every chart is different, but you have to know how to read it. I teach people the how. They want me to give them the what because they're used to the what's. Just give me what I need to do to be profit. You need to know how to read this motherfucker. If you try to follow the same thing every time, you'll fail at it because you got to stay in the moment. Tying that in, when they know about the Pluto and Scorpio shit, they're like, we know what this is. So now let's make the way for them to do it. Like, they literally convinced motherfuckers that they were born gay. Forget the atrazine biologically that is transforming motherfucker genders, but then forget the fact that humans don't remember shit. They don't start remembering shit until they're two years old. There's no way in hell you could have been born gay. You didn't even know you were born black. You didn't even know you were born Christian. You didn't know you were born any of these things. But it's like that sets the tone. They use that transformative energy to say, this is the tone we're now going to set. To now, to now, like literally, I watched this shit. There was a time when dudes would see a trans woman and say, that's a nigga, that's a dude. Now they're, they say trans women are real women. When you understand the word trans, trans means artificial from the scientific perspective. A trans fat is an artificial fat. It's a man-made fat. What the fuck you think a transgender is? A trans, it's a man-made suffix. They don't want to talk about that. But when now, here's why it's so crazy, because that battle is tied into those who are trying to leverage the Pisces age, the Piscean age, but denying the Aquarian age because they can't see it. So they literally believe in this shit in the world where you're not supposed to believe anymore. So you be looking at motherfuckers like, nah, nigga, that's a, nigga, that's a dude. The fuck? Like, you can't take away that XY chromosome. I don't give a fuck how big you make your titties, how many BBLs you get. I don't give a fuck if you cut your dick off. You cannot remove your XY chromosomes. That pairing is there for a reason. I, the fuck, like, I don't, I don't, you feel me? But that's the thing about the Scorpio and Pisces. I mean, Scorpio and Pluto energy It's transformative. It is going to do the transformation. But if you don't know what the transformation is and you don't know the keys to do it, something is going to do it for you. So this is where we are right now. We're in the Aquarian age and all of the knowledge is coming out. Like this whole vaccine shit, motherfuckers, like over 60% of the United States is vaccinated. Over 60% of the United States is vaccinated. Six out of 10 motherfuckers you cross paths with have the vaccine. But motherfuckers are still getting, motherfuckers are still getting sick and they're blaming the unvaccinated people on it. And niggas believe it. Niggas believe, oh, we getting sick because you ain't got your vaccine. Do you hear yourself? <laughs> Nigga, do you hear yourself? Do you fucking hear yourself? Vaccinated people are still getting sick because of unvaccinated people. Nigga, how? And then I'll tell you, well, the vaccine doesn't keep you from getting it. It keeps, it makes sure that if you get it, it's not as bad. So technically what you're saying is the vaccine is doing what your immune system was supposed to do. 
immune system don't stop you from getting COVID, but if you get it, it'll fight it off. So it's not as severe, but you got to boost your immunity. Rather than boost my immunity, I'll get a shot that I got to get a booster for. <laughs> Nigga, what do you think the booster shot is? You're going to boost the... <laughs> I can't make this shit up, but this is Pluto and Scorpio shit. This is what they wanted. Not just the vaccine shit. They wanted the millennials, the people born in the late 80s and early 90s to be stuck in this shit. Keep you distracted. Men don't have studies anymore. They have man caves where they buy video games. Masculinity is opposite. This is why also I have an episode on it. The Aquarian age, the rise of masculinity. This shit goes hand in hand. Y'all think I'm here for, a re- for an accident? Y'all didn't just stumble across me. I know what my purpose is and my mission is. In the Aquarian age, a part of my Pluto and Scorpio energy is to bring in, and my mission is to bring masculinity back in. Not masculinity is manliness and bulkiness and shit, because clearly motherfuckers got that fucked up with high value men and all that shit. I'm talking about the essence of analysis and deconstruction. If masculinity was really here, motherfuckers would have broke down the coronavirus a long time ago. And they would have said, fuck this, we ain't taking this bullshit. There was no analysis and deconstruction. My uncle told me, this hurt my heart. Because it was so disrespectful to me. I get, yeah, I left med school. Yeah, I quit. That don't take away from what I've done. You feel what I'm saying? It ain't about what you walk away from. It's what you walk away with. You feel me? They talking about the vaccine and shit. And my uncle's like, well, we're not scientists, so we're going to get it. He was like, we're not scientists. It's the hierarchy shit because he's the elder. He's like the elder of the, the patriarch of the family and shit. He was like, but we're not scientists. And motherfuckers, I was looking like, Nigga, I am. And I'm telling you, this is bullshit. Like, you feel me? Like, nigga, like, no, this ain't right. Like, but I'm the scientist, though. You feel me? I'm the scientist telling y'all not to get this shit. And now everybody got vaccine remorse. I know so many motherfuckers who are talking that crazy shit. Like, yo, this is happening to me, but I can't say nothing. Motherfuckers that are speaking up, getting silenced. Because it was bullshit. This was population control. But the population wasn't about just eradicating the world. It's about, we only going to allow the motherfuckers who can function in the Aquarian age to function in the Aquarian age. We'll let these other motherfuckers live here. But when they die off, they die off. Because genetics, now when you understand the genetics of it all, you understand how your body transmutes things. There's things called introns and exons. You feel me? Introns are your... DNA marks. They've been calling exons junk material for a long time. But how does shit become hereditary? You feel me? The mindset you're in. This is why having babies is called conception. This is why it's called conception. The mindset you're in when you can create a child is how that child is. Like those DNA templates are going to be tied into it. You feel me? They're going to be tied into it. I'm not reaching. This is like legit facts. You feel me? They call it hereditary. Heredity. You feel me? We look at the phenotypes. There's genotypes that people know nothing about that are tied to your exons that are quote unquote called junk DNA. No, that's the DNA that runs back and you unlock this shit. And I be telling people how I got shit. No, how'd you get this so frail information? I unlocked it. I used to say download it, but now I say unlock because it was a part of my DNA. Whoever set the tone back in the day, I'm a part of that bloodline. And that shit's been here the whole time. And when I talk to my uncles, when I talk to people that's in the direct bloodline from me, they talk about the same shit I talk about. 
I'm like, nigga, why the fuck didn't you conceptualize the shit? Because they couldn't. They didn't know how. You feel me? The education system wouldn't allow them. They dropped out of school and all these things. Like, people think I just randomly pick shit up. Like, no. I get it. I get what this is about. But my Pluto and Scorpio energy is about transformation. Everybody's Pluto and Scorpio energy is about transformation. You're going to be the first... You could be the first to transform certain shit in your family, break certain generational curses, certain this is what this is about. But you can't do it when they know how you operate, when they know how you're supposed to maneuver. But they know because your 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 solar template, your astrological template is written by them. I ain't gonna say it's written by them, it's written by the stars, but they quantify it and they say, let's make cookie cutter motherfuckers and put them in the school system. You feel me? Peep this shit. In Soul for L3, I start talking. I t- in Soul for L3, I talk about the seven different intelligences. I talk about that for a reason because there's a rites of passage part within, you know, as men transition rites of passage. Imagine this. There's seven types of intelligence, but we learn one way in school. If they not manipulating the Pluto and Scorpio, I don't know how to get y'all to see it. There's seven intelligences. You know, some say it's nine now. I've learned seven. The my skill, music, interpersonal, spatial, kinesthetic, interpersonal, logistics, and language. Seven intelligence. We only learn from one. We go to school to learn through the same intelligence. Visual learners, oh, they got ADHD. They can't pay attention. No, bitch, the class is boring. This is why everybody does good from kindergarten, first grade, and second grade. The moment they start standardizing tests, which is third grade, look at the surroundings of the classroom. It ain't colorful no more. It ain't vibrant. Why the fuck do we plateau off at that point? Because we learn the same way. And we do not have the same intelligences. You feel what I'm saying? Some of us have all seven. And the thing about the intelligences is that you have one or two. You can have all seven that you're defaulted with. That's your intelligence. You have to gain the other seven by using your intelligence. You feel me? This is why I'm at, this is why I speak on masculinity the way that I do. Because a lot of brothers who think they're gay, they wasn't really gay. They had an interpersonal intelligence, naturally, that made them a feeler. The motherfuckers kept calling me emotional, saying he acting like a woman. Next thing you know, the nigga gay. Some women were never, some women ain't gay. Oh, she's a tomboy. Nah, she has a kinesthetic intelligence. She learns from being physical and using the body. So she plays sports. She plays kickball with the boys who are programmed to be kinesthetic. You feel me? They tell you which intelligence you're supposed to operate from. That's bullshit. You feel me? My sister studied, she, her and my mama, they both studied psychology, but as my sister was um doing a psychology class, she said, Ray, bro, you know, um, you got all seven intelligences. I know. She was like, I was studying this and I was looking at it. I said, yo, I think my brother's like this. She said, but every one that I broke down, you know how to use. I know. She's like, why you ain't say nothing? It's nothing to tell. Because when it's your norm and it's your natural, you don't give a fuck. It's like, it's just me. I didn't know it was anything special. But in studying it, I say, yo, I really got all seven of these motherfuckers, yo. I'm the fucking golden child, nigga. <laughs> I did a um Carl Jung um test and shit. And it was like, you know how you do the IFNG, J things and shit like that? Like, everybody tell me, oh, I'm this, that, and the third. It's about 20. No bullshit. No cap. I can show the, I got the fucking receipts for the shit. 
You feel me? I had to pay for this test. I would tell you, like, I, I won't reveal the details of why I did this because it's, it's, it's personal. But um, if you know me, I'll give you the intimate aspect to it. But um, not randomly for here. But I took that test. It was paid. Like, I had to take it for a specific reason. You feel me? And they classified me. Well, I was classified when I broke down shit as, I think it was like IFNJ something. For whatever it is, I'm a, I'm a rational mastermind. That was the breakdown for what they had. There's literally only 1% to 2% of those in the world at a time. I may be a rational mastermind. But look, even, even when you look at it like that, it seems like, oh, one point. It seems like a lot. There's 7.5 billion people here. 7.5 billion people here. What is 1% of a billion? It's not two zeros off of that shit. It's 10 million. Right? Let me see. 1%.01. Yeah, you'll take two zeros off the shit because it's two placeholders. And a billion has what? Nine zeros, seven. Yeah, 10 million. There's 10 million rational masterminds in this motherfucker with me. Because like I said, it's between 1% and 2%. It seemed far-fetched. It seemed like I was on some, yo, I'm a golden child type shit. No, we're golden children, bitch. It's 10 million of us in this motherfucker. 10 to 20 million of us because it's 1 to 2%. And guess what our placements might be? Pluto and Scorpio. Because we're designed to shift this motherfucker. They don't want you to know all of this shit because it's like, we'll keep you sedated. Now, when you see numbers like that, to see the 1%, I think I'm an anomaly. <gasps> I'm 1% of the fucking population of the world at a given time. I'm 1%. I'm upper echelon. I, I don't feel like I'm upper echelonian. It's 10 million of me out, this motherfucker. It's 10 million other motherfuckers like me out, this motherfucker. But because I cracked the code, I'm able to be myself. I'm able to be the motherfucker who's supposed to be the rational mastermind. Literally, there's 10 million of y'all. 10 million. 10 to 20 million of y'all motherfuckers out here. Right now. That are rational masterminds like me. But you also have Pluto and Scorpio too. Our generation is like that. Yeah, Pluto and Scorpio. Out of 7.5 billion people. They don't want nobody to connect. When they gave us the internet, we had the option to connect to other people. The conscious movement, they censored that shit early. Because consciousness was cool when it was just in New York, in Harlem. And you had to get some DVDs and you wouldn't know shit about shit for three, four years. Oh, not anymore. Not anymore. Being woke is different. It's different because the woke motherfuckers ain't wrong. It's one thing that they make the jokes about the prison inmate who gets institute. You know, I got the restitution of the prostitution with the glandulations of the. You feel me? Nah, it's different. It's different. That motherfucker was always smart. That motherfucker was always built for what they were talking about. People couldn't pay attention. People couldn't get it. People couldn't see it. You feel what I'm saying? Because this was an Aquarian motherfucker. Trying to speak to people that were Piscean age. We have been conditioned to be Piscean and we're not. That's why we feel like we're going insane and we're losing our fucking marbles. 
it's a lot of us like that. We're like, bruh, I'm not crazy. Yo, what the fuck is going on with the world? You're not in the age of where the world is trying to stay. You know how many motherfuckers said, I want, it's going to go back to normal? <laughs> no, it's not. It's never been normal, nigga. It's always been going forward. And you keep trying to live, relive the good old days. Back in my day, this ain't back in your day no more. It's just trash. Your day is done, literally. So now, when we look at population control, and we look at the Pluto and Scorpio, why the vaccine is what it is, why the vaccine is sterilizing motherfuckers. I, I can't even count how many stories that I've heard of women saying my menstruation got fucked up. My cycle is damaged. I'm getting blood clots and all kind of crazy shit. My heart's fucking up because you ain't going to have no babies. It sucks. I know. I don't know what you want me to tell you. You fucked up. And you didn't fuck up. You were fucked up. They fucked you up because they said... You're going to get down or you're going to lay down. They jeopardize your job. They jeopardize your livelihood. As a part of my Pluto and Scorpio energy, mixed with me being an Aries, mixed with me unblocking my chakras and ascending to the level that I was supposed to ascend to, all of this information, I promise you, I put in Soul Frail 3 for you to access it yourself. This is why I had to move in silence. Mother, why don't you show your face? People, no, 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 no. I can't move until the shit's out. I paid attention to the history. You got to do the shit and then, then you can come out because the momentum is already there. I've already overcome the inertia. I got that momentum. I've already planted the seeds. I said it in the jam session. The seeds are planted. The keys are scattered around this land in hands and minds, enhancing mind, expansion time. Just have some time and patience. Wait, this may get ape shit. That's why I said that shit because I needed to put all of the keys in the hands of the gatekeepers for me. For the people that I know can move it. The other 10 million other motherfucking masterminds out this bitch. The rational masterminds that are fucking with me that are on the same type time I'm on. With the Pluto and Scorpio. But with me being an Aries, I'm a pioneer. I start shit. You feel me? Imagine, break down the 12 signs and see how we all connect with um, uh, Pluto and Scorpio. And then look at some of the people that you know the most that are, you know, woke and in that space. Look at what they sign is and see how they relate to the transformation. How are they transforming shit? I know motherfuckers who are Virgos who are solidifying. They're, trans they're doing their transformation, but it's with earth energy. You feel me? Me, I'm using fire energy. You feel me? Because I'm an Aries. You feel me? I know people who are, who are uh, Pisces. They're transforming their emotional space. <laughs> And the emotional space of those around them. You feel what I'm saying? I know motherfuckers who are, are Aquarius. Whew, they making motherfuckers think. They're making motherfuckers critically think. That's their transformative piece. And people be thinking, yo, you're my tribe. It's 10 million of us, yo. That's why y'all fuck with me. Because I'm the Aries, I'm the first of the sign, and I've tapped into that shit. It's not that y'all follow me. I show y'all, let's get this shit started. I've already, I'm already doing a lot of the shit that motherfuckers are coming into. You find me when you're ready for me. When your Pluto and Scorpio energy is ready to do what it's supposed to do according to everything that you're built for, that's when you find me because I'm the initiator of the shit. I show you how to get shit popping. You feel me? My sessions, all of the shit that I do, I show you how to get, I go through that. So hopefully you won't have to go through that. I've been training and investing for six years. You feel me? 
And I got motherfuckers who's eating like I'm eating now, and they've only done it for eight weeks. Because they're like, yo, I cut that shit. I know I was the initiator. I knew I had to transform something. You feel me? Nobody's talking about masculinity. Nobody talks about masculinity the way that I talk about it. I'm the initiator. This is what I'm tasked with transforming. You got to figure out what you're tasked with transforming because they know what you're tasked with transforming. You dig what I'm saying? They know exactly what it is that you're tasked with transforming. Or probably likely to transform based off your natal chart. They know your shit. They knew it from birth. They put the timestamp on your shit. You feel me? So now I'm going to end this by tying this back into one more piece of the, the biblical perspective. Whether you believe in Allah, God, Jehovah, Krishna, Buddha, whatever. You feel me? They all tell the same story. But the Bible tells the story the best. This one motherfucker's like, the Bible's this, it's the upper. The Bible tells the story the best. Specifically, and I put this in Sofra 3, but I didn't break it down. How about it? I didn't, I broke it down deeper in Sofra 3 than I'm about to say it right now. But remember when I was talking about the letter J not existing? So we got stuck on Jesus. You feel me? But if you were critically thinking and you were catching on to that, that means Jehovah wasn't that motherfucker's name either. And Jehovah is the name of God. Right. So now you got to go back. And that's why I mentioned Yosef and Joseph, because that means that the Y's were being replaced at that time with the letter J's. So now we get Yehovah. Right. But then now when we go back to the original name of it, it was Yahweh. The V wasn't there with a W that was replacing it. But now we go back even deeper and we see that the Hebrews didn't put vowels in their words. They just use consonants because they understood that I have to put the greatest vibration into this word by using a certain string of vowels, right? So that's where Yahweh came on because that gives the hardest energy with those four strings of letters. But when we also study the Hebrew and we study the Kabbalah, we know that Yahweh, Yehovah, Y-H-W-H, yad He vav He, you know, those four strings of letters are fire, water, air, and earth, the four elements. So now when we take it back to the Bible, in that book, John, the book of Revelations, I believe it was, John says, in the beginning, God was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. What was the word? The word was Jehovah, Y-H-V-H, the four elements. This is why in the beginning, God said, let us create man in our image and likeness. The image and likeness is the four signs, fire, water, air, and earth. The 12 zodiac signs are broken down into fire, water, air, and earth. Jesus and his 12 disciples, fire, water, air, and earth in some way, shape, or form under the Piscean age. Now we are in the Pluto-Scorpio transformation. And the images that we're created in is all of that. We think we're creating the image of a God and we don't understand God. You're creating the image of four elements. <laughs> That's the us. That's why it's plural. That's why I be telling motherfuckers, yo, you're religious, but you're polytheistic. No, I'm not. God said, let us make man in our image. Who the fuck was he talking to? You dig what I mean? Who was he talking to? But again, that's the allegorical perspective that they're not going to teach you in the church. They can't teach you because you don't need the Bible no more after that. You don't even need the religion anymore because then you start to understand, oh, shit. I've been hoodwinked. 
bamboozled, led astray, all of that good shit is real. It's real. And like I said, the delineation between Islam and Christianity is simply Isaac and Ishmael. They're brothers. The shit is cousins. But now we see why Isaac and I mean that Islam is represented by the crescent moon and the star. And the Bible is the holy Bible. Even in the Quran, it says it in a sense. We will create man in our image, in a sense. You feel me? Though it's not the exact words or something like that, but all of that shit is there. So now Tying that back into the, the Pluto and Scorpio energy, what image is your Pluto and Scorpio energy transforming out of? Are you fire with it, transforming? Are you earth, grounding? Are you water, fluid, and emotional? Or are you air, thinking, critical? Like, <laughs> how, what avatar are you? You feel me? What avatar are you in this, in this cosmic mix? Because that's what they don't want you to see. That's what they don't want you to be. You feel me? But they knew you were going to be it. They knew you were going to be it. Another thing they knew is it was going to come from the hood. The biggest influence on the face of this planet is black people. Look at what hip hop did to the world. Late 80s, early 90s, babies. We aligned with a perfect generation. We got our Nazis. We got our Tupacs. We got, they planted the seeds in us because we were going to be the millennials. They were Gen Z. They were preparing us. They handed a baton. But they said, you know what? We got to use the music to entertain them. In the 90s, right after NWA came out. and I, Well, yeah, because NWA was late 80s and shit. In the 90s. I can't make this shit up. The crack epidemic. When did it start? 80s. Whose who's children? Who would have been the parents? Like the millennials or the late 80s, early babies. When did they put crack in the community? You got to destroy the hood. They said the guards are changing. We're now also coming into cosmological spring. Shit's going to get hot. Do you think global warming is a real thing? No. It was supposed to melt. We're coming into a cosmological spring. What you think happens after winter? You feel me? Well, how you know that this cosmological spring coming in? Because we left, we're leaving the Ice Age. And we're leaving the remnants of what the Ice Age was. They'll tell you the Ice Age happened in 10,000 B.C.? They got movies telling you white people came into the world in 10,000 BC. Go back and do the, the chronolo chronology from the cosmological perspective. You'll break that down and see it came into the age of Leo. The age of Leo started cosmological fall, which leads into cosmological winter. So then when you look at, count how many signs go back until you get there. All of the shit is there. It chronologically fits into 10,000 years. That was the ice age. That's why shit's melting. We're not in cosmological winter no more. The world has to go back to black people for the next 18,000 years. I'm sorry that it is the way, and I'm sorry you ain't black, but if you ain't black, but then this is also why you got to get your melanin in check. Like, you really got to transition back. You feel me? The way we eat, the way we think, all of these things are changing. It's supposed to because we have Pluto and Scorpio. They know that. They know that they're like, yo, this generation's gonna change the world if and only if they know what they need to do to change the bitch. And don't forget to take a moment to go get your exclusive merchandise from Just Scenes Merch. At Just Scenes, each piece is specifically crafted with positive imagery and symbolism. From the titles and designs to the descriptions, each style gives you something to feel great about. With everything from hoodies and tees to coffee mugs and tote bags, we have something for the entire family. 
So be sure to get yours today. Find us on Instagram at Just Scenes Merch and get your merchandise right now. All right, I'm going to go ahead and end it there. If I offended anybody with this one, as far as like beliefs and everything like that, like I'm, I ain't got no control over that. Like that show shit. You feel me? All I can do is break it down how it's supposed to be broken down. Like, and it sucks that nobody else is breaking it down like that. But that's not what we talk about. I use that to set the scene to show how important Pluto and Scorpio is and why they know everything that we're going to do. They know how we're going to think. They know how we're going to move. They know how we're going to operate. So they create the food that's not food anymore. Some of us eat more bullshit than we eat food. You feel me? Cakes, pies, chips, all of the shit. And some of us are oblivious to the shit. Like We're oblivious to the transformation that's happening to us. Really oblivious to the shit. We be looking at it like, well, I, um, like, I know people who who the doctor told them they can't eat fruit because it has simple sugars in them, but the doctor will not tell them to stop drinking coffee with 10 sugars and six creams. What you think sugar is? You feel me? I just seen a new study that said <laughs> Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's is now being classified as type 3 diabetes. Nigga, sugar Affects you so much that it'll cause you to lose your fucking memory. Goddamn. This shit crazy, bro. But when you have the Pluto and Scorpio energy, they know that you can change the world. But we're going to sedate you. Never wake up. Stay distracted. Stay in debt. Stay in all these different things so you cannot tap in. And use your Pluto and Scorpio energy to change the world according to where you are. It's just like Avatar. You feel me? The fire tribe, the fire nation, the water nation. Like, this is real shit on a higher level. We're a part of those things. Rational masterminds, it sounded good when I first said it. I know it was like, wow, you're really a part of the one with the 2% of the world. Man, that's got to be amazing. It's not. It doesn't make me a rarity. There's 10 million of us. You might be one of those 10 million. You feel me? In the words of Kevin Hart, help me, nigga. <laughs> I can't do this shit by myself. You feel me? Help me. <laughs> you feel me? But that's real shit. Check it. If you ain't got Pluto and Scorpio, chances are you got Pluto and Libra. But more than likely, if you were born between late 80s, early 90s, you got Pluto and Scorpio. And this is what you're transitioning into. You're in the age of Aquarius. Pisces age was was femininity. You got to be a thinker now. You got to know. This is the age of knowing. Nigga, you can't believe shit no more. You can't. Be a part of this shit. I'm telling you, like, watch how this shit's going to happen. So, like I was saying with the vaccine, it's population control. They're like, only the people that's built for the Aquarian age should stay in the Aquarian age. Fuck the rest of these people. Fuck them. No, respectfully or whatever the case may be. Give them the vaccine. Give them whatever. Shut this shit down. We don't want no Piscean age motherfuckers create, recreating babies because the world is evolving. Technology is evolving. You only need motherfuckers who can actually evolve with it. One of my homegirls, she told me, she was like, yo, you're adaptable. I said, you adaptable too. I know like when she was like, nah, but you adapt instantly. She said, it takes me some time to actually spin and realize, 
oh, this is where we going. Let me go. She's like, you see it before it happens. It's only because I'm an Aries. It's only because I have Aries energy. And that Aries energy makes me do that. It makes me the initiator. It makes me spark and, and start shit. But it's tied to the transformative energy that I have within my Pluto and Scorpio. Any of the, the planets that sit outside the astro, asteroid belt, um, Neptune, Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto, those four planets are your mo- your biggest transformative, transformative, not transformative. Those are your the biggest influential pieces because they stayed for so long. When those energies hit you, they hit you for a decent amount of time. But we got Pluto and Scorpio. We were born under that shit. We were born to change the world. Ain't that some shit? And they got us believe this is they got. I'm going to say this and I'm going to start wrapping up. They got to believe this is only one savior. Like literally one motherfucker is coming to save everybody. One motherfucker is coming to change the world. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's one group of motherfuckers. It's 10 million of us. We're all rational masterminds. This ain't no mystery. You're changing. You're evolving, you're growing, you're developing, you're really coming into your own. Never knew what your own was because as a kid, you operated from belief. You had to use belief. You know what I'm saying? Your parents had to show you what it is to believe in something. And you believed in it. And now, where are you with it? You feel me? That's the biggest question of all of this shit. You got to take this Pluto and Scorpio energy and you got to use it the right way. You dig me? You got to use the shit the absolute right fucking way. Because if you don't, if you don't, it's going to fuck you up. Because they've been fucking us up with it. A lot of us are so desensitized to the world. Into the reality of what we're supposed to be doing, we don't know. We just know when we get home and we internalize and we by ourselves, we can't think about, we can't figure out why the fuck we fucked up. You feel me? Can't figure this shit out. They're fucking us up. Because they know what we don't know. I'm not saying study astrology. I'm not saying, like, know what your enemy is doing on you. Know what your enemy is doing on you and doing to you. You feel me? It's real shit, bro. Sis, all y'all. Stop playing with this shit, though. I mean that. I really mean that. Stop playing with this shit. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to end it there. This one was deep. I told you I was going to get woke. I know it's long, but you feel me? Look up everything that I said. That's all I got to say about that. Um... Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And understand, your babies are generation alpha. Your babies are generation alpha. They're the first of the Aquarian age. The first of the Aquarian age. Expose them to what they're supposed to be exposed to. Make sure they understand their intelligence. Make sure they're stimulating and nurturing their intelligence. Make sure they understand the correct ways to break through and and unblock their chakras and different things like that. Start teaching them early what we learn late because we need to teach them because they're designed for the next 2100 years. They're the first of the next 2100 years. I don't think you understand how significant that shit is. 
Last shall be first and first shall be last. They are the first of the next 2100 years. What do you want the world to look like then? When I tell people about so frail and all of the shit that I built, I told them I built it for my great granddaughter. You don't even have kids yet. That's the fucking point. I'm thinking four generations out for a reason. I know that for my great granddaughter to be safe in this world, for her to be viable, there has to be things that men have to be able to do certain shit. Like I have to initiate certain things to ensure that my great granddaughter is good. By proxy, everybody else's great grandchildren will be good too. You feel me? If you could tap in right. With Pluto and Scorpio and me being an Aries and as far as like my natal chart is fucking phenomenal. Everybody's natal chart is phenomenal, but mine is really phenomenal for me. Like I use it all. All of these energies, I use them. You feel me? But the babies are going to benefit from how we use our Pluto and Scorpio energy. How will they benefit? Do you even know how to use your Pluto and Scorpio energy? Figure that shit out. Because the big motherfuckers already figured it out. And they're making you do the shit that is against what you want to do or what you should be doing. But I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And um, yeah, I'm going to see y'all all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.